If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm Ayana. And I'm Delilah. And And we're the Non-Corporate Girls. Welcome back. We are at episode 13. Yes, and that's my number. Really? Yeah. And even though people try to associate it with all this negativity, <laughs> but my birthday is on the 13th. Oh, that's and that was why it's a very special day. Okay, well, let's all make Delilah feel special with 13. Woo woo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, jumping right in on a positive note, Delilah, what's going on? So, a lot. <laughs> As always, it's like I feel like I'll be going a mile a minute. No, no, yeah, I'm telling you, that's how it feels. <laughs> um, so we went to like three events since our last get together. Yes, and um, they were really, really good. They were great. They were actually really great. Um, some of the best we've been to in the in the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks, I think. And one of them was by the Mim Connect, which we are a part of their network. Mm-hmm. And most of us just speak through the chat. And right. so this Slack. was the first time that, that we were all meeting in person. Face to face. And Ayana bumped into some people she knew. And, and Delilah and, bumped into some people she knew. <laughs> I sure did. And just like being in that like creative energy, that, that space. Yeah. Like, the media world too. That was really cool. It's so rejuvenating. Yeah. yeah. So the conversation in the Mim Connect was called Meeting of the Mind. Mm-hmm. And there were four panelists. Um, Lenny. From Twitter, Lisa Francois, Mesa from LinkedIn, Josen from Bleacher Report, and Julian from Forbes. And they were amazing. They were. And we were so excited to see Julian because we had just seen him the day before at another event. So we got two days of like... Julian. Of Julian. (laughs) And Julian was just so popping in like his experiences in media and he just has so much insight he does his and his delivery and just every like we agreed with every single thing he said and he's such a leader whether he wants to own that title or not which i think he does but he's he's, a humble leader though he's very much like this is just my experience and i'm just trying to put it out yeah but like I can see if he ever were to manage a team or already does manage a team, mm-hmm. they're excelling. Oh, yeah. Because I would so want to work up with Julian. I know. I like, can I just have an opportunity? <laughs> or, like, can you mentor me? Because, Something. Like, Something. Let me be your protege. Yeah. Like, we're his friends and he doesn't know it yet. No, he gave us kisses hello. <laughs> that is friendship. <laughs> You don't just give anybody And he didn't respond to us on Instagram. And he was very aware of who we were. Yeah, that's true. So maybe we're making connections. We are. We're on the stride to cultivate a more meaningful relationship with Julian. Okay, great. So um, who stood out to you the most? I mean, it was Julian, but I guess what was the nature of the conversation? So, okay, so we got to break them up. So we just talked about two events. We do have a third one to bring up, but we'll bring that up later. The first event, the Creative Collective New York City, 
with Complex Hustle. I really like Julian, and I also really like um, Imani, the girl who's in charge of the creative oh, um, yeah. collective. I she thought dope. she stood out because she was she's a social connector, she and is. me, her, and Delilah, we had a moment because we're all social connectors, and the fact that she brought this room together of minorities and popping people was just so dope to me. I, I just love her mm-hmm. for that. Again, she's also going to be our friend, and she doesn't know it yet. I mean, she may know it, um, but... I got her number. Yeah. She's my friend. Yeah. And I mean, we have, we have her number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got... Yeah, because she sent you the video, right? Yeah. Well, she sent you the video, but I made her give me my <laughs> Yeah, we... we. Um, and then... She was so... First of all, we were fangirling her, but she was fangirling us. Fangirling her. Because she was like, oh my God, you guys give me life. Because let me tell you what happened. We almost was not going to go to this event. You know why? Because there was no more space. And we reached out. Yeah. And we was like, please make space for us because yes. we need to be here. See, and this is a lesson of determination and not giving up. Because... It was all Ayana. I was like, oh, maybe the next one will go to. I didn't even like think of. Let me. Well, it was a joint team effort because Delilah showed me the invite, and it was like two days before the event, and I was like, "Fuck, I want to go. We need to go." Yeah. So then we tried to get our tickets, can get our tickets, and then you know, I don't take no for an answer. So I definitely emailed Eventbrite. I reached out on direct message on Instagram. Somebody was gonna listen to us and get us in the tickets. That night, Amani responds to my email and tells me, hey, just open up some more tickets. Go ahead and purchase. Mm-hmm. Hey. So we had to introduce ourselves because we were so grateful that she opened it up to us. Yeah, and she was did. like, when she read my email, she was just like, oh, I have to open this up. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. She was really dope. And we got to meet another young lady that was really cool. Simone, oh, my God, Simone. Which we need to catch up with her because we, we said we were going to do catch dinner. Have you bumped into her? I bumped into her twice, actually. So, me and Simone work in the same building, which is so interesting. Two different floors, but same elevator bank. Bumped into her twice in one day, which is really interesting. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, you never dinner. even told me that. I oh. did tell you. They bumped into Simone? No. Yes, I did the other day. Oh, like, okay, you I did. I did tell you. You when did. You definitely, you definitely did. You definitely did. You see how she be trying to lie on me. Anyway, <laughs> so then and then at Mim Connect, Julian stood out, and also Lisa, cause her speech that she gave, and you guys can catch the speech on um our Instagram, cause Delilah did such a great job of videoing it. Mm-hmm. She was dope. She really was. She's a Haitian American, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, first generation. Yeah. Go, I, I yeah. believe so, yeah. First generation. And she was just like an entrepreneur yeah. because, I mean, she she knew what she wanted to bring, like add value in, yeah. her, in her role. And she just took it head on and, you know. And changed the game, though, because now later. Changed the conversation yeah. and also, like, got people, like, involved because, mm-hmm. It's not so like the project I think she launched is not so much work related, it's more social related, mm-hmm. like getting to know. And I think one thing I truly stand by is that when you work with someone and you get to like have a relationship with them outside of the work yeah. space, when it comes to work, there's more trust that you're gonna follow through, mm-hmm. you you on my team. And it's not to say that because I don't feel like you need to have friends like I'm not here to have friends at my job right but when you get to see someone and like another like you know outside of the work area and on the side of those pressures yeah it's like all right we like I get you like, it's, it's another layer to the relationship it's just something different now that you're bringing to the table it no helps. I agree with you and also um 
I love that she's an entrepreneur. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just all about entrepreneurs. And we've talked about this where mm-hmm. we work in environments that don't really support that. Even right. though they may say they do. Where she was able to... Get the... Like, get backed yeah. by higher-ups. Yeah. One of the only women and women of color, like, making these type of strides and not getting pushback for it. It was more, like, encouragement. Like, wow. And she's in the tech space, you know, because LinkedIn is, Which like, is male-dominated. Huge, so... Yeah, she works for LinkedIn. So that was really... That was really dope for yeah. us. Um, and then kind of... Um, which one? Going into um, a hustler spirit a little bit. Um, we have another event that we also went to, and Delilah had some great insight from this event because she realized dot dot dot. <laughs> well, what I realized is one: the person who like scouted me to attend this event found me through LinkedIn, LinkedIn and then my website because mm-hmm. I do have my website. Um, on my LinkedIn, and she just loved what I was like putting out there. The content I she, had. She like raved about you though. She like she was fangirling you, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> not ready." And I was just like excited because one, I haven't like updated my blog in a while, yeah. but I still repurpose content and like still share articles that are re- relevant because I do try to like. Keep content the conversation that's, going. Right, or like use content that's evergreen so that it makes yeah. sense. And sometimes that's why I struggle because I really want to put whatever I'm putting out there to be something that I experienced firsthand. Right. Not like that I've read certain pieces or people share content with me right. and then I'm like rewriting in my own words. Mm-hmm. I want it to be from my experience. Right. So sometimes it's just hard to convey that and so I just end up like putting it on the I shelf it. But she was like, I I read what you've been writing. I see what you do. I see, like, your knowledge for the beauty industry. And it's like, I needed you to be in this room. And I was like, well, It was pretty so cool, much. though, I thought. She was yes. fangirling her, y'all. She mm-hmm. was fangirling. And the event itself was a dope event. Dope. It was um, by, beauty Con- by Beauty Counter. And they are a direct marketing brand. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Mary Kays and Avon's. But they have, you know, their own unique story and they're way younger. Four years old, if that. Yeah. And um, they just like a dope group of women. And also like, I mean, you guys have to have heard or seen marketing for so many beauty brands where they like putting out there that it's vegan, doesn't test on animals, X, Y, and Z. But lo and behold, there are so many brands that, trustworthy brands that are, you know, like, huge brands that are, I'm sure, in everyone's household right now, we mentioned them. And they're filled with harmful chemicals. Harmful. Like, that that have to do with, um, like, interfering with pregnancy, Mm -hmm. um, educational, like, you know, it limits your... Things your that happen growth in your, yeah, your growth. Like yeah, yeah. It's just so crazy. And the thing is that the FDA is not like, um, what's the word? Not managing, but like, they're not regulating. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. They're not regulating these chemicals, and beauty brands are getting away with it. Mm-hmm. And I have shared the article on Facebook about the top five industries or mm-hmm. companies that own almost all these brands. Mm-hmm. And although you want, like, if you stop supporting them, no shade. <laughs> No shade, but if you stop supporting them, like, technically, it's almost like we can't use shit 
Yeah. Because even the ones that they you think are, there's they, exactly yeah. the, the bigger companies own the smaller ones. So yeah. even the small ones that are trying to do the right thing, at the end of the day, they're not getting back from somebody who is trying to do the right thing. So when it comes to dollars and cents, they don't care that your little product that you're farming and getting the <laughs> whatever from yeah. is, is good for the world. If it's not making me dollars... Usually they get if cut. If it doesn't make money, it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. And then these brands get cut off. So yeah. they can be providing such quality product. But when it comes to mass production, if you can't fit the script, because, I mean, think about it. If you can't get, like, these um, warehouses to make them yeah. on demand, like, you know, it's just so many setbacks. So things yeah. can't be really made in small batches for too long. Which is why this was really interesting because... They are a young brand. Mm -hmm. They're very knowledgeable about the products and how it's gonna hurt us and help us, Thank like in this in this lifetime and also our children's lifetime of mm -hmm. what we're looking for. But on top of all that, they they're you know because they're such about quality, they're really about growing from a grassroots perspective. And they do they do intend to get bigger. And I know they have some things in the work that are probably a secret right now. Mm -hmm. But they're doing it from an authentic place, they you really know, are. so that it, with it a really, social activist. Oh, Oh my god, yes. That I, I was telling um some of the women that I met yesterday, I love that intersection of yeah. beauty and activism. It's very clear too. Like it's very clear there. Yes. Like you know where they're coming from. Right. And we met a woman by the name of Madame Athena Chang. She's the director of community and she And first was, of all we gotta talk about her name because <laughs> yeah. when we heard her name, we were like, What? What's your name? And and was, I think she's half Jamaican. Yeah. So, but she was like, you can call me whatever. And we're just like, okay. We were a little no. bit taken aback. We were like, wait, do we call you? She was like, Madam, Madam, Athena. Athena. Like, I just thought she was dope, though. Yeah. She, was she, like, was she was regal. She was like was a goddess. Just, yes. She was like a goddess. Because what she was wearing, she had like this African print. Yes. She's very slender, yes. tall. Like, like she, she was, was a model in her past life mm -hmm. or something. And she was just so passionate because she gave like a short presentation. And knowledgeable. And super knowledgeable. Like, and one thing she stood like she reiterated as much as she could was that she stands for women of color yeah. people of color and doesn't will never accept the fact that most of the things in these in these you know products and chemicals they're hindering our people the most yeah so is it like why are the deficiencies in these communities versus others right and why is nobody doing anything about it yeah so it's almost like a updated form of like like genocide in a sense you know like a slow slowly not mm -hmm. some like yeah. we're gonna just kill you all at once but like because think about it if the chemicals that we're using they're harmful, at a nine, har harmful yeah. and we've been using them since birth or you know even consuming them even yeah. so you're hindering your child even before you give birth mm -hmm. to it like that's why there's just so many disabilities and like she had mentioned, um, what was it? No, is what a fibrosis? Fibroids. Fibroids. Mm. Yeah, and like I. Didn't and that was know. just one of many because she was talking about all kinds of things, like from having the baby with the the umbilical cord and all this stuff, and just mm -hmm. like like the, they tested the umbilical cord of the child, and it had like crazy. an alarming amount of chemicals that we should should not be the case it was really crazy so it was super informative this um this event that we went to and you know it was cool because um delilah realized that people checking for her 
Yes, and I'm all And they're all about quality. Quality. So that's a it's a really great thing. So we were assigned that and it's just about expanding like who's in your circle because you never know that next person you meet. Oh my god. So and that brings me to my next point because I was gonna be I was gonna say like I really notice especially from these past events we've gone to just like the cultivation and why like it's one of those things like you know like we're like oh we're social connectors we know we are i mean not that we hype it up or anything but it's just like we're legit are but like i we really believe in cultivating relationships and that's something that i realize a lot too like we really do because people come back to you like you know years down the line and or whatever and they're like you know um this, this person is authentic. This person has quality. This is why I want to pitch this person to you for whatever mm-hmm. because of this. Or this is what I've seen. Yeah. Um, so it's just really important to to really like think about who's in your circle and who you want to network with. Which is something that we've also been talking about because um, as we move forward with non-corporate girls, we really need to figure out the events we go to and make sure it's aligned with our mission mm-hmm. and um, who we're bringing into this this non-corporate world of ours (laughs) and speaking to that point me and ayana have officially confirmed what our titles are are we gonna share that yeah we can so i am delilah catalino chief creator and connector i create digital strategies content and experiences and i help to connect dope individuals and brands to one another as well as connecting myself to challenging opportunities that grow my skills so address me correctly. <laughs> Thank you. And um, mine, I am a brand architect and experienced innovator. Yes, I are. build brands and help them own their voice in their respective spaces. And I cultivate relationships via experiences that are strategic and encourage collaborations. And boy, do you. is everything I do. Yeah, and you know, it was awesome. It just like clicked to me that fun. these role ti- like these titles and yeah. roles and what they you know, encompass <laughs> because me and Ayana always had like an issue trying to tell people like what it is we do because it's it's not one thing. But you don't want to sell sound all over the place. Yeah. And I want to be able to tell in a breath like what it is that I do. So right. I create and I connect. Like so in short, these are like our elevator pitches really. Mm-hmm. So um um thanks to Delilah for hooking us up because it was really a brainstorming session on her and trying to figure out what we do. <laughs> and and I encourage if you don't already to um, have an elevator pitch. Have an elevator pitch. Keep on refining it. You yeah. Know, make it so that it doesn't sound rehearsed. It just and, flows. And it just flows because the like within 15 seconds that you meet someone, you should be able to tell them what you do. Because right. then they're going to in that same instant know where you fit in their landscape whether it's right. on board with them referring you or keeping you in the back of the mind when that opportunity comes right. like you always want to be in the back of someone's mind right they just need to know who you are mm-hmm. and with that being said follow up and send emails like i was telling ayana when someone like handpicks you for a certain project um one thing i learned because another event that i went to this week mm-hmm. that ayana didn't get to go to me she was a invited but she didn't get to go was orgullosa's um launch yes. for their like it was their launch for um like a woman empowerment um own your hair and own your who you are like yeah own who you are 
and um i caught up with some women that i know in the industry for a while like it was like literally a reunion and you know from the last time i've seen them everybody's doing so like amazing things but not doing the same things they were doing so it's like you constantly got to keep people in the loop of what you're working on because you never know who right in your media circle can lend a hand or be like, oh, I know that so-and-so is doing this. You should tag with them. It's always about refreshing. It's like you always have to refresh your contact Mm -hmm. contact list, but you always have to refresh your contacts and what they're doing Doing. and how how you guys can help each other, how you can support each other. And it gives you a reason to check in because you know how sometimes um, people that you're trying to be in connection with, you don't see them all the time. So... It's hard to like cultivate those relationships and make them feel genuine because if I don't see you all the time, it's like, all right, how do like I kind of like jump back in? Right. So that's a good way. Either you can share what your latest and greatest project is, update them with an article that has to do with their industry Mm -hmm. that can help them or invite them somewhere. Right. Right. No, definitely. Mm -hmm. And that kind of goes in along with our theme today of kind of building a team, right? Mm -hmm. Because we've been, like you said, we've been networking, we've been cultivating, um, recultivating, um, and just trying to figure out what's going on in our circle. So um, tomorrow, me and Delilah have our Non-Corporate Girls Retreat, which we've mentioned before. We're really excited about it because that is going to help us get more perspective for our own team. So that's one part of that. And then two, um, Meet Me series is at this point where I need interns. So I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I've been, um, I'm in the process of hiring some interns. So I'm really excited. And it just goes back to show that one, you can't do everything by yourself. And that's a mm-hmm. huge lesson that I think all entrepreneurs need to know. Like ASAP. Like you can't. And not that I thought I could though. I don't want to say that I thought I could. I couldn't. But um, you just need to know you can. And also um, really figuring out the resources and what you need to do to take things to the next level. Mm-hmm. So Which that's... I'm excited because while Ayana's speaking, I'm like looking at our agenda. And I'm super <laughs> excited of everything we're going to discuss. And also because tomorrow in the morning we're taking a meditation yes, class to wrap up self to wrap up self care yes. and um I want to check in and remind you guys about that and you know to see if we get any responses of yeah. what you've been doing mm-hmm. this month um you know even if it was a couple of days and it wasn't consistent but at least you took a time for you doing something you enjoyed and we will be circling circling back with the woman of Mori Soñando who um you know accepted our challenge and yes our, can't wait to see what that what that's like right mm-hmm. Those how that turned out so that's our exciting. Um, day of self-care will be tomorrow and um, <clears throat> speaking of self-care, um, jumping into hashtag obsessed with, yes. this week we are obsessed with the gorgeous Ashley Graham. Yes. And um, I bring up self-care because she just recently wrote a book. And her book is called um, A New Model, What Confidence, Beauty, and Power Really Look Like. And I mean, she's the epitome of someone who checks in with herself and makes sure that she's putting out her best foot forward and just really loving and owning who she is and, and she, taking care of that. Yeah, she's the poster child for body positivity. Oh my gosh, she really is. And I mean, and there are a lot of other people too. Right, but right, she, right. But she was, remember, like, I feel like she she really broke into yeah. that with, like, her... Um, she was on the cover Sports of Sports Illustrated, the first first plus size model mm-hmm. on the cover of Sports Illustrated. No, I agree with you. She really like 
had this. made the commer- made a commercial yeah. and brought it up into mainstream because yeah. a lot of girl- women were doing it on social media and using that as their platform, which it was amazing. But like she really stepped it up a notch and collaborated with a lot a of amazing fr- like her swimsuit for all. Mm-hmm. She um, just did a picture with her Tiana and this other model. And yeah, they looked amazing. It looked really good. Um, and you she, know she just has a great energy. Some of my sorority sisters went to one of her book signings and they love like. I wish we could have went to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her on Wendy as I was telling you, and Wendy was fangirling over her, and I was like, What did they oh, talk about? Oh my god, everything! Like Wendy was fangirling, like. When you really fangirl, she rarely does. She, so she like keeps like, it on the low. She wouldn't do it while they're she there. She was like fangirl, and she said it. She but was just like, amazing. "I'm fangirl. Like I, I've been wanting to like just talk to you." Yeah. Now she's like, "Oh my god, like this is crazy." But she's just so like real. She's so I just, real. Like, so love her. She's, she's hilarious. So honest. She and she's so she's like an around the way girl. Well, yeah, she's like from Ohio. <laughs> oh, I, I think she's, she's from Cali. No, she's from and don't quote me on this. She may not be actually from Ohio, but she's from some town, <laughs> like a small town. She's a townie. Yeah. She's a townie. Um, and she goes home and she kicks it with her like her neighborhood. Like just look at her Instagram. She's fun. Like, like she's it's fun. Crazy. I follow her on Instagram. I follow her on Snapchat. Her and her cute husband. <laughs> <laughs> who is in the industry as well and like her sidekick he's, he's a her number one fan oh and my supporter. god like, they're too cute she's and she just got like she just had her first invite to the met ball which was dope and she, nice. and she hosted um an awards show she was like the the correspondent okay and also she was um one of the or is still one of the judges for america the next top model we read aura and i forgot who else sits on there Somebody from Nylon, a gentleman. Right, Nylon. I know who you're talking about. I think I I know what she's talking about. Um, didn't Burrito Burrito got like go? Didn't she? Did she? I, I don't, don't know. know. I stopped watching I after know, a while, so I, I don't know what so. the update. But I just I was just we so happy know. for Ashley's accomplishment know. because you know we're like, people like Ashley. <laughs> it is about Ashley, and I'm like over America's Not So Not oh, yeah, and too. because she was a judge, I was like I want to watch it. Some people were really upset, oh, like or yeah. like yeah, like why? Like, like some how people. And I forgot who it was was throwing mega shade at Ashley Graham. And I was Ooh. like, damn. I cannot remember who it was. But I was like, I was a little bit upset. Because I'm just like, you know, she's not over here hating on nobody. She's she's trying to work hard. You and, know, and haters, get haters her don't want to be great. They I don't. swear they don't. It was like, they made it seem like she's not deserving of, of like, who's Ashley Graham to say X, Y, and Z? And I was right. just like, damn. Well, Ashley's popping. She okay, I'm super like super, I'm like, why did it? Super upset. We yeah, we don't know why we she waited until episode thirteen to make her obsessed with. She's my number. Um, but she's fucking dope. Okay, like we rocks with Ashley. Um, we're really proud of her accomplishments, and she's mm-hmm. definitely um, she's such a role model. Such a role model. Yeah. Um, and we can't wait to read her book. Yes, definitely. Yes. It's on my list. So um, yeah. So moving on. We have a really interesting question, so let's talk about it. We do. And um, I'm going to read the question, but I'm going to let Delilah take lead because she actually gave this gentleman a really amazing answer. So we went to one of, so like we said, we went to one of our events and um, someone asked Delilah, when starting out as a new brand, how do you position yourself to garner new business? 
And um, just to give a little background, this person that asked the question, he's already like legit in his field. And so is his business partner, I believe. But they just started a company together. So now it's like starting kind of starting over, but they still have the expertise. So they just want to know how to keep that momentum kind of going. Right. So he had told me that the project that was coming to a wrap did really well, very successful. They're like a marketing um branding company right. and they were working with um schools like that's like their niche and which um, is dope yeah it's really really dope so i was just telling him um what he can do is he should definitely do um a couple of more pro bono projects mm-hmm. so that people can see the work like he has a portfolio together because you know if this is just one company like people want to see different variety, things yeah. yeah variety just so that it's more it conveys more like what you can do mm-hmm. and so people are more privy to like jump on it and then um after doing those pro bonos now you can put your, your portfolio together and then also i was telling him to go into it either has if there's an in-house team to join in support of their in-house team so it's not like they need to just hire you for something like so more on a consulting on a basis? consulting basis okay. that could be another stream and another thing I was saying was to do it based on a campaign. Like, so let's say he's a marketing and branding company and he wants to um, get X company to, you know, to buy in on them. Right. Instead of having them get hired, like, for X amount of months or years, do it project-based. Yeah. So, like, let's say this school, you notice that... Um, this school the the options they have for lunch are not the best or like there's a lot of children in this school that are overweight do a campaign that targets healthy eating or how to get kids moving kind of like what michelle mama did right that's that's a great idea and just do it per campaign so that once they see the traction this campaign gives the school and the initiative one People are going to jump on board because they're going to not say, oh, you made them successful. You can make me successful. But they're going to know that your ideas really can follow through. And then also you're going to help embed certain companies with a certain cause. Mm -hmm. So, like, if he did that with that school, as far as, like, you know, picking that... um, that, that initiative yeah. like that let's say edward l grant high school is now known for like healthy eating habits yeah. like you know they'll be known it's for gonna that. definitely kick the momentum off yes and it'll ed- it'll etch that so like you know for whatever campaign whatever brand you you come up like you come across and you come up with this idea hopefully is one that can be consistent mm-hmm. and if it's an annual thing or or whatever thing, something that could be ongoing, right. then you could be the one to like man that. So now, if you do this times four, times five, times seven, there goes your streams of revenue. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's. So that was my input on him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Um, he didn't he leave really excited. He, he was. He was like, I didn't think about it. Like that was like because sometimes like we, almost like you should have charged him, right? I can, I give him free consulting basically. But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes <laughs> we we just want it all at one time, yeah. and it's like we could have it all, but not all at once. One and two. Like, if we take smaller bites, like, we can do more. Because, you know, at, at the point where he made it seem he is, and a lot of us are, is that our teams are not huge. So, 
although like we're gonna end up getting the work done it's gonna be probably with more likelihood that we burn out yeah. because we don't have all hands on deck right. not enough hands on deck right. and that goes back to self-care it goes back to building a, a team, team and getting the right people on board yeah. but until you can't you know self-care is always priority but until you can build a team right because that does come with a certain amount of funding and and um investing in on that you need to like be the big fish right. in the small pond. Right. You need to pick and align yourself with mm-hmm. what, what the goal is. Because even if you th- do three events or like three campaigns, if they're popping major right. events and campaigns, they will outlive rather than you doing 15 and right. like half-ass. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about two things. One, working smarter, not harder. And two, quality over quantity. And we say this, like, all, all the time. time. Do we have that as a one-liner? I don't think so, oh but God. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm like, we need to note that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that was a really great um, answer. And, um, you know, these are the things that we keep telling people as we give out free advice. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Let me... That invoice. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, were I'm like, this is the purpose of this podcast. Like gems are dropped. You need to you need to take heed. You need to tell your friends to listen. And you yourself should be taking notes. Cause this don't come all the time. It sure don't. <clears throat> and with that, kitties, um, it's a wrap. Yes, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Oh Have God, fun. The weather's yes. gonna be crappy if you're in New York City. But make the best of it. And for those that are traveling, be the safe. side eye. Because I'm jealous. And be safe. Yeah, be safe. <laughs> she don't care about that. Um, okay, bye. Later.